Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We welcome you into a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Bennett is our producer today. Uh, it is a prognostication Friday day, uh, but we've got some good guests coming up today. In just a minute, we're going to talk to my bud Mike Morgan from the SEC Network. He and Mark Wise have the call of the television broadcast of uh, Florida, Florida State in men's basketball. Uh, and then Gator great Patrick Young is going to join us. We all know uh, the trials and tribulations of what he's had to go through. He's got a new book out he will tell you about, uh, and then we will also speak to Jeff Colhane, who is the play-by-play voice of Florida State. He'll tell you about uh, the Seminole basketball team and about the Seminole football team as well. And then we hope to have Megan Borowski here uh, to give us uh, not only a game day forecast uh, in uh, Columbia, Missouri, but to let us know what the weather's going to be like here for a while as well. So that is what is on the docket for today. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I always like the fact that Florida and Florida State in basketball play this early in the year. Good test, you know, same weekend, uh, pretty cool stuff. All right, let's bring Mike in here as we'll talk hoops and we'll talk uh, some football with him. Michael, how are you, sir? Steve, I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, it, it's always that entertaining part of the year where people like you and me and others in our profession are hitting the confluence of college football's stretch run and the start of college basketball, uh, and for me, a little bit of NFL as well. So it's uh, it's a busy time, but it's a great time. It is a great time. You know, I just was mentioning this, Mike. I like the fact, especially for an in-state rival that this game is being played alongside the football game. And as far as a basketball thing, it's a, I mean, Florida's already had a good test with Virginia. This will be FSU's real first one. But do you like the fact that it occurs this early? I, I kind of like that. Do you? Yeah, you know, I, I go back when I was a student, and I remember covering th- this matchup when it was at the Milk Challenge in Orlando. <laughs> and yeah. you'd have – it's, it's been kind of disjointed the way it's – the way it's been done, right? And and it just kind of sneaks up on people. You never know when it is. You never know what the whole setup is. I, I think this is the future. So, I, like, last week I had another SEC-ACC game, Georgia-Wake Forest. It just so happened that Georgia's football team was playing Ole Miss the next day. You couldn't get a hotel room. Stegman Coliseum, not known for great crowds, uh, was, was packed for Coach White. The student section was alive. And it, it didn't have that typical kind of lackluster November SEC basketball feel. I expect the same thing tonight uh, at Exact Arena. I expect, even though the Gator football team is not home, so that takes away some of the people that have been traveling in for a football game, you should have a good crowd for this one. I think it comes at a good spot in the calendar. It's Friday night. Uh, I think now people have had enough time to realize you can you can juggle two sports here. It's not illegal to to all basketball on a Friday night and football on a Saturday, uh, and I think this will be the future. I think these type of matchups, this point in the calendar, because as we all know, 
when you play a mid a mid major at an SEC school in November, you're not getting crowds. No matter how much coaches complain about it, no billboard campaign in America is going to change it. But when you play a quality team, and in this case, an in-state rival, uh, you should be able to get a, a good crowd with some juice in the building. Mike, it's obviously hard after two or three games to make you know real emphasis on what a team is going to do. But let's start with Florida State. Subpar year for them last year. You know, a couple of cupcakes here early. But when you look at Florida State this this year, what do you see? I see a team that's going to be much better. Uh, they had a lot of issues last year, including Baba Miller, who's a guy to look for at, uh, tonight, number 11. I mean, he's he's probably going to be a first-round draft pick. He's one of those Leonard Hamilton 6'11 long guys that can also play the perimeter. Like, they're not – he's not going to be bullish in the paint. He's not going to – he's not just going to barrel over Florida's defenders, especially now that – Coach Golden has size, but what he is, he's kind of a silky smooth guy. Remember the kid from UCF last year in the NIT uh, who wound up being a first-round oh, yes. pick, Hendricks? It, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of big he is, a stretch four, 6'11 guy. Um, they didn't have him much of last year. They have him all of this year, and that they're healthy. And, of course, they hit the portal like everybody hits the portal in college basketball. And then Darren Green is their, their sharpshooter. And you know what Leonard's going to do. He's going to play 10-11 guys. They're going to come at you in waves. They're going to pressure, pressure, pressure. And if you're not up to the task, you'll turn it over. It'll be a sloppy game, which is what they want. Uh, but you know, I, I think this Florida team is much better equipped, and especially now that they're going to get Cohen ready to go at the point guard spot. I know he's going to come off the bench tonight, but he'll play a lot. Coach Golden told us don't be surprised if he plays 30, 32 minutes even off the bench. So, They've got that stabilized with a veteran point guard, much better shooting team, and, and bigger size. So I think they're, even though they won the game last year, I think they're better equipped to play a better Florida State team this year. Yeah, see, I, I'm in total agree. I think Florida State is a better team this year. I think Florida's a better team this year. I'm looking forward to this. The thing I also like, if you looked at the deficiencies of Florida last year, Mike, they were pretty evident and I think Golden's done a pretty good job in the portal, especially of remedying those issues. Do you agree with that? Hundred percent. I, I mean, let, let's let's go let's go down the path of uh, of doom for Florida last year when they lost games. Okay, they were an awful three point shooting team. I think they'll be better at that this year. And they they were dominated on the blocks, particularly when Castleton was out. And now all of a sudden they've got size. I mean, it, it's hand logged in who's. Uh, a guy who's seven one that comes from Marshall with experience. It's Samuel, who's got an NBA body. It's six ten to forty. It Condon is is a little more of a finesse guy, but he brings size and length at six eleven. Like they're not going to get pushed around the way they did last year. And when you get pushed around like that, you basically have to shoot lights out to win games, right? Because you're you're getting killed on the glass. You're getting killed down low. Now this year, if you could just have a stalemate, you don't even have to win the battle of the paint and the battle of the boards. If you could just have a stalemate, I, I think all of a sudden this team is a good enough shooting team and good enough on the wing. And, uh, you know, if, if Kugel gets back on track, which I believe he will, it could be one of the better guards in this league. I, I just think it's a much better roster top to bottom. That's not Pollyannish speaking. You know me, Steve. I tell it like it is. You do. Uh, it, they're, they're just a better. It's just a better roster. You know, last year they were fighting an uphill battle. I think this year he's got enough weapons and enough guys to truly do the type of things that he wants to do and that he did do at USF. That's San Francisco, not the Bulls. 
Mike Morgan, our guest, SEC Network. Mike and Mark Wise have the call tonight on the SEC Network of Florida, Florida State, and basketball. Mike, while I have you, let me flip to football just a second. Let's talk about Florida State. I mean, obviously they play a nobody this week. They'll be unbeaten coming into the swamp. Your assessment of Florida State, do they belong in the top four? Yeah, I think they do based on their roster. I don't think they do based on their resume, if that makes any sense. So, like the ACC, it's not a great league this year. I I know that sounds redundant, but you you take a Clemson team that is scuffled and you take a North Carolina team that was supposed to be great, and then all of a sudden they forgot how to be great. And so if Louisville is the second-best team, um, that's not exactly a a banner statement for the quality of of the conference as a whole. Uh, but that being said, and I, I had this debate on the, on my podcast about, you know, what if, for example, a, a one-loss Alabama team is going against a, an undefeated team from the pack. Or the, the, the committee has – there's a precedent here, and I don't think it's going to change all of a sudden in 2023. If you are an undefeated Power 5 team, you get in over the one-loss Power 5 team, even if the one-loss Power 5 team plays in a better league, has better wins, has a better resume, passes the eye test, it doesn't matter. So if the Seminoles go 13-0 and and there's no more than four undefeated Power 5 teams, they're in. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. Based on precedent, the way they vote these things in, they're not going to leapfrog a one-loss team over an undefeated Florida State team. So I don't know if they're truly a top-four uh, resume, uh, but I know if they go undefeated, they're likely getting in. Assess Florida's chances in a, with a sold-out stadium of beating Florida State in a week. Gosh, I'd like to see what they do against Missouri first. Uh, I mean, I just have these these bad visions of Schrader, a D- Division two running back from Truman State, just running all over that defense, which hasn't stopped anybody. I, I, I mean, that's the problem. That's where it all starts for me, Steve. I think Graham Mertz has surpassed expectations. Uh, at times, I've liked what I've seen at a, a Florida's offense. They had the great comeback against South Carolina, a 10-point deficit in the final five minutes. But outside of that, there's no defense there. Uh, and while the offense is much improved, I don't know if they're winning a shootout in a game like that. I, I think it's going to take – a little bit of help, a little bit of turnovers, a little bit of some defensive players making a play. Even if you give up a bunch of yards, make plays, stop them in the red zone, cause a turnover, hold them to a field goal, something where you don't put that kind of pressure on Graham Mertz and, a, and an offense that is good, not great. You, you just have to play. You have to have some resistance on that side of the football if you're going to pull off the upset. Uh, I'll end with this, Mike. Let's go back to basketball for a second. Florida's picked to finish eighth by the media in the league, which I think that's about where most people thought, at least early on, they might end up. As you look at the league now, compared to a year ago, I think top to bottom the league is a little bit better than last year. Do you agree with that? 100%. uh, I would be shocked if the league doesn't get at least seven bids, and I'm telling you eight to nine is on the table. And the difference between this year and last year is that the teams that get in, I think, will have a greater chance of advancing deep into the tournament. So, you know, there's two ways we always look at this, right? How many bids does every league get? We decide strength of leagues based on the number. 
But then how far do you go when you get there? That's where the SEC has been lacking a bit. You know, Kentucky hasn't been to a Final Four since 2015, which is just an amazing, amazing number. And we know Florida has scuffled a bit going back to, you know, what they were under Billy Donovan going to Final Fours. And Alabama, for whatever reason, has dominated regular seasons, but they haven't gone as far as you would like to see them go in the postseason. I, I see, I think this year you could have three, four teams that have Sweet 16 written all over it and you could have at least one team go to the Final Four. To go back to Florida's eighth eighth seed or, or eighth prediction, eighth place, don't be discouraged by that. This league is so deep that if you finish eighth and you've got a couple of co- uh, quality out-of-conference wins like a Florida State, I think you get in. Me I too. really do. And I don't, I, don't think there, I don't think there's much separation, Steve, between, let's say, the number five team and the number eight team in this league. So... I think Florida's got a chance to play for some big stakes this year. I, I, I never thought that last year. I, I thought that was clearly going to be a little bit of a rebuild. I don't have that impression this year. It's a loaded conference, and it's not going to change. The SEC has has just as much talent, if not more, than any conference year in, year out in college basketball. Not just football, but basketball. And I think this team will be much more up to the challenge. Mike and Mark have the call tonight uh, on the SEC Network, Florida and Florida State. Appreciate you always, Mike. Thank you. And uh, next time you're here, uh, we get you up to the studio here. We'll talk a little bit more with you. Always appreciate your time. Would love to do it, Steve. Always a pleasure. You got it, Mike. Thanks, bud. Mike Morgan, uh, one of our grads uh, who does a really good job uh, with the SEC Network. 1216 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Shay, and here's your Gainesville Sports Center. In college hoops, both the Gators men's and women's basketball will be taking on their in-state rivals, the Florida State Seminoles, at home tonight. Coverage for the women's game will begin here at 3.40 p.m., and for the men's, it will begin at 6.30. The 20th-ranked Gators women volleyball team will be, taking in, will be back in action on the road against the Missouri Tigers tonight, and then travel to Fayetteville to take on the 10th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks on, on Sunday. Tomorrow, Gators football will be away to take on the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers at Memorial Stadium Saturday night at 7.30. Coverage of the game will begin here at 3.30 tomorrow. The Gators are looking to end their three-game losing streak. This is your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Are you busy with... Southeast Car Agency. Man, I've been telling you about those folks for a long time. Good reason. I don't endorse anything I don't believe in or use as a product or a service. And believe me, I've had Southeast Car Agency vehicles for years and years. Lots of reasons why. But the main reason is the vehicles have all been great. They've been lasting me a long time, minimal service, and a sales staff and people that care about what they sell. They don't have any new vehicles. They never have since opening their doors 40 years ago. But... They have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles and a great selection for you to choose from. Different price points and different makes and models, a wide variety for you to choose from. Their sales staff's always there to help, never to hard sell you. When you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency.
work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville Staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Medicare Open Enrollment is October 15th to December 7th. Volunteers with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs Shine Program are available to help with your Medicare questions, virtually or by phone during COVID-19. Shine is open and ready to help you with local and unbiased counseling and assistance. Visit floridashine.org or call the Elder Helpline at 1-800-963-5337. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Spurrier's Great Iron Grill is a special type of place for fans of the Gators and great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half-off handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Great Iron Grill Brunch Buffet and Bottomless Mimosas and Blood. Bloody Marys every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. That's right, a brunch buffet every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Odyssey Riptide Music Festival returns to Fort Lauderdale Beach December 2nd and 3rd. Catch the Black Keys, Jelly Roll, Bleachers, Young the Giant, Dirty Heads, Sublime with Rome, and more this December. Visit RiptideMusicFestival.com for tickets. That's RiptideMusicFestival.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Voice of the Florida State Seminoles, Jeff Colhane will join us at the bottom of the hour. Patrick Young joins us next hour. Uh, a program reminder. This week only, our Extra Point postgame show will air Sunday morning after the Missouri game. 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Okay, We will not have it after the game Saturday. The FSU game, we will have it at our normal time because it's a home game. But since this game is so late... I want to give more people a chance to call in and talk about the game. So it'll be happening at 10 a.m. 
on Sunday. All right. Uh, we'll open the phone lines for you. By the way, before I do that, uh, I want to thank the Fighting Gator Touchdown Club. Had a chance to talk to them last night. Uh, always fun to do that. Good group. Uh, so uh, thank you for having me and uh, appreciate all the questions last night, the comments, really good stuff. Uh, prognostication Friday today. All right. We got uh, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Clemson, UCLA, USC, Washington, Oregon State, Kansas State, Kansas, Kentucky, South Carolina, and, of course, Gator game. Score and why. Okay? So, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. If you're watching uh, via Cox Cable in Gainesville on Channel 6, hello there. Welcome. And, of course, we always appreciate you listening here on ESPN Gainesville. Gator, man, what's happening? What's going on, Steve? I ain't gonna hold you up on this beautiful Friday. I got the top ten reasons. The Gators might win all lose. Number ten, they lose if Brock looks like Jaden Daniels looked like last week. Number nine, they'll win if we force three turnovers. Number eight, the Gators might lose if Schrader goes off. Number seven, the Gators might win if Eugene Wilson goes off. Number six, the Gators might lose if we get off to a bad start. Number five, the Gators might win if the D line dominates. Number four, the Gators might lose if we miss 20 tigers like we usually do. Number three, win if we show a little pride. Number two, we might lose if the special teams are awful. The number one, Steve, the Gators might win if we hold them under 30. And I don't tell a pick. Give me Tennessee 20, Georgia 38. Give me Auburn 30, New Mexico State 20. Give me Alabama 52, Chattanooga 21. Give me the Gators 31. And Missouri 29, they hold them under 30. Gators get it done, Steve. You have a good day. Gator, man, do you ever pick against the Gators? Uh, if I do, if I did pick against them and they won, I'd feel bad. But <laughs> I, just had to go, I just had to go with it. So, it's so you don't feel bad if you're wrong all the time, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just asking. Okay, thanks, Gator, man. Um, <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That, that's loyalty. That, that, that's a good thing. Uh, Bruce, welcome to Sports Scene. Hi, how you doing? Okay. Good. Uh, just quick, quick questions. Um, I'm sorry I'm not uh, up on the team, but um, Lady Gator basketball team, I think they're playing at 4 o'clock today. Yep. Can you tell me who they're playing, how they match up, and what do you think about this team? Sure. Uh, play Florida State. Uh, it's a doubleheader. Uh, women first. We're, we'll have the game live here. Uh, and then the Gator men. Uh, Florida started out the season unbeaten. They've not played a real challenging schedule to this point. Uh, Florida State is good. Uh, they have already have a, a, a nice win over a good team. I think this game comes at a great time for the women because it's a test now to see, you know, because the SEC is always good. So I really like this. And I think the matchup here is, if I, I don't know FSU's roster great. I've only looked at it a little bit. But Florida has a pretty good shooting team, and FSU plays good defense. So I want to see, you know, can Florida shoot the basketball well against an FSU team? I think that plays good defense. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's great help. Okay. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm not throwing her under the bus, but I've asked to have Kelly Ray Finley here, and just that we that can't be arranged for whatever reason, and hope in the in the future we can fix that. Uh, Daryl, welcome. Hey, Steve, a uh, couple comments uh, before I get into the picks. First one is about Gator basketball. Looking forward tonight. I know FSU's 
they're better than they were last year, and we're you know good too. So, want to be a good challenge for Florida tonight. It, it, like I said, I think this game, Florida's been challenged by Virginia already, but I, you know the committee looks at strength of schedule, looks at who you've played, and if you think FSU will have a bounce back year, which I think they will, this will help that category. Yeah. Steve, I was thinking about something this morning. It's kind of been put to bed. You ain't hearing nothing about it. Remember when the hot topic was stadium renovation to the swamp? Yep. That's kind of quieting down now. Um, me, I think you need to worry about wins and losses on the field instead of renovations, you know. Well, I, I disagree. Uh, yes, you have to worry about wins and losses. I'm not saying that's not true. But you also want to make going to the event the best it can be for a fan. And I think that's incumbent upon a school to do that. So I do think it's an important thing. Now, in the, in the scope of things in the, in the near time, winning a football game was more important. Yes. But that's also important. I think the reason that's gone on the back burner, Daryl, is because we're in season. That'll be a hot topic after the season. Well, my opinion too, Steve, is um, with this NIL going around right now, myself, I'll keep my season tickets, but you're going to start seeing fans as it is now starting to not go to games. They, they're tired of the NIL. When they can sit at home and you know watch from the comfort of their own environment, you're going to see more and more of that coming around. I disagree with you again. I mean, we're in the like midst that. of it. We're in the midst of the NIL now, Daryl, right? How many sellouts has Florida had this year? Mm, I see a lot of empty seats when I go over there. Well, Steve. that's no, that, that's, that's different. That's different. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say who shows right. up, right? Arkansas was a sellout, and there were a lot of empty seats, but it was a sellout. Florida State is a sellout. So right. people are buying <laughs> tickets. Whether they go or not, That that's another discussion. I appreciate you, Daryl. Thank All you right. for your call. You got okay. it. Uh, Byron, I got to get a guest on here. Twelve twenty nine. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chilowee, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WYUF. Cloaked in orange and blue, and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. 
The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Investing is one of the ways you can help secure your financial future. Make sure you're investing with a registered investment professional who is required to act in your best interest when recommending investments to you and when investing your assets. Florida's Office of Financial Regulation has information and resources online to help you verify that you're working with a registered member of the financial services industry. Visit flofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies cloudy today and we'll have a chance for a few passing showers through the afternoon, especially for locations east of the I-75 corridor. Temperatures a little warmer today compared to yesterday. Highs in the upper 70s. Tonight, low pressure should finally pull away from our area. Mostly cloudy skies, patchy fog in the morning, lows near 60. Tomorrow afternoon, decreasing clouds. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This is the swap. No play action. Pocket closing. Sack at the 15 yard line. Yes, sir. Florida heads to the Show Me State to face the Missouri Tigers. 15, 10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7:30 Eastern, 6:30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4:30 Eastern, 3:30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! Clay Thompson's involved in it, getting his jersey ripped. And, of course, Draymond. Now, Draymond could have been in it and been a peacemaker. It looked like Rudy Gobert was trying to break things up. And then Draymond went WWE. He's got him in a headlock there. But this is who he is. He's not changing. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Great segue, Coach. Thank you. Don't forget, Florida, Florida State doubleheader and hoops today. We have live coverage of both games today. Uh, the women beginning at 3.40 and the men beginning at 6.30. My pleasure to bring in the play-by-play voice of Florida State football and basketball, Jeff Colhane, and we're going to talk about both sports today. Jeff, it's always a pleasure. Welcome in. Steve, how are you, sir? Great to talk to you guys again, and uh, looking forward to getting to Gainesville here later today. Yep, it's always a pleasure to have you. Um 
I just had Mike Morgan on, who's going to be doing the television broadcast. So I want to ask you a couple of the same things. You know, tough year for FSU last year. Leonard Hamilton's team's normally really good, just a down year last year. As you look at the roster, Jeff, and what what could happen here, what do you like about this Seminole team? Steve, yeah, I think what what Coach Hamilton has done is he's been able to go out in the portal and, you know, self-admittingly said that he wasn't quite ready for it prior to last year. And it kind of caught him last season along with some injuries, and we didn't have the depth that normally Florida State has had to run Leonard's system and, and play the defense that, you know, he wants to play with 10, 11 guys. And um, it just it really wore this team down. And, you know, the, the start to the season was not great, obviously, either a year ago. And so you never really felt like you could get yourself out of the hole you had dug uh, but he has done a great job and gone out on the portal and brought in guys like Jameer Watkins, uh, Josh Nickelberry, um, still waiting on Jalen Ganey, who is uh, trying to get healthy and uh, hoping he can be back ASAP, a 6'10 big man who is a two-time Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, so he's still still trying to get uh, get healthy there from from that perspective. It's, it's really you know any day now uh, with with Ganey and, and who knows could be tonight, but. Um, he feels like he's got a group that can play the system that has made them successful over his 22 years in Tallahassee. So you know, I look at the first game of the year versus Kennesaw State, and that might not be a, a game or a you know an opponent that jumps off the map at you right away. But you know, after last year, Steve, uh, we lost to Stetson in the first game and only led for two minutes of that game, and it was really a head scratcher in the opener a year ago. And so you were hoping this group would come out. Uh, and, you know, come out and play well, and you weren't sure what the end result was going to be. And they beat a Kennesaw State team that made the NCAA tournament a year ago, coming off their best season in program history, uh, and with six guys that played in the tournament, beat them 94-67 to in game one. So that was a great start. Uh, Central Michigan Monday night was another example of, of taking a step forward, but obviously the biggest challenge to date playing at Florida here this evening. Um, when you've watched this team play, because you know you're right, Coach Hamilton likes to get you know play that defense. He plays play nine, ten, eleven guys. What has stood out to you in the first two games from a sort of statistical category? Well, uh, defensively, uh, this group has been able to take the basketball away. Um, they've been able to score off of turnovers, uh, and you know they've done a, a good job uh, of protecting the rim uh, as well with uh, with teams that have tried to kind of. You know, get all you know. Take take opponents off the bounce and, and try and get into the lane. And uh, Florida State has done a really good job, Steve, of, of making that difficult as guards have have gotten to the basket. I know Leonard Hamilton wants the first part of that to to stop in being able to guard better off of the dribble and not allow the opponent to get into the lane. And I think that'll obviously be interesting tonight with Walter Clayton Jr. and Zion Pullen being back. Uh, that matchup of trying to slow down. Uh, you know, uh, those two uh, in this contest and, and certainly others as well. But um, defensively, I, w- I would say it's there. And then the offensive end, it's the ability to share the basketball. You know, six and double figures versus Central Michigan on Monday night. And in the first two games of this season, Florida State has had 23 assists in both contests. So it's, it's been a group that's been able to, to share it. Uh, they're playing well together, and they're they're doing a pretty good job for the most part early on of staying connected defensively on that end of the floor. Jeff Colhane, our guest, play-by-play voice for the Florida State Seminoles. Jeff, I'm going to, while I have you, since Florida State 
Florida is coming up in football. Let me talk to you about that a little bit as well. Uh, Seminoles, I mean, let, should win this weekend. That would set up a tremendous battle here in Gainesville. The Seminoles would come in unbeaten. As you've watched this team play all year, Jeff, what stood out to you about what Florida State has done besides winning all the games? Yeah, yeah. no, I, and, and a lot of people are going to talk about the offense and, and Jordan Travis and the playmakers, Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, Trey Benson. And rightly so. It's been the defense, Steve. It really has. The defense, Adam Fuller has done an amazing job, Florida State's defensive coordinator, and named a Broyles Award semifinalist as the top assistant coach uh, in college football for that award. And so Adam Fuller and his staff have done an amazing job. This defense has been outstanding front to back. They've been able to get to the quarterback and cause problems, uh, and they've been able to hold five straight opponents under 50% completion percentage. That's the first time Florida State's had a defense do that since 1998. So they're doing some things historically well uh, against opposing offenses that uh, you know they put them in tough down and distance situations, and they are they're trying to you know force them to throw the football. And and when they do that, they they've been great. Um, teams have been able to run it a little bit at times in, in small chunks against Florida State. But I think as you as you also you know you asked a question what has stood out uh, it's been the response when Florida State has been uh, put in situations this year where they've been pushed and have faced adversity they've responded Steve extremely well uh, the Knowles have had a run of outscoring an opponent uh, seventeen points to nothing in every game this season at one point during each of the games so. You know whether it's been a blowout of, of teams of, of lesser ilk or quality of opponent, or where you know you play LSU, you're down at halftime, you're playing Clemson. Duke was a heck of a matchup on a, a Saturday night here at Dope. You know, and then last week's game against Miami is you know as, as everybody is aware, these rivalry games you throw the records out the window, uh, and it's going to be a dogfight. And it was against Miami last weekend, uh, but Florida State was able to go on a 17-0 scoring run in the second half to jump ahead 27-13 uh, to 13 and hold off the hurricane. So, you know, this game next Saturday is going to be unbelievable. It's under the light. Uh, I, I don't care what the records are, uh, Steve. This is going to be an absolute dogfight for 60 minutes. They always are, and I'm really looking forward to it next Saturday. Night. Last question for you. Um, where Florida State is in the college football poll, uh, the playoff poll, uh, have, has the team handled that well? I mean, they know where they are. Their fans know where they are. Has the group, Coach Norvell, handled all of that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, it's not really a topic of conversation, uh, to be quite honest. They have done a tremendous job. What Mike Norvell has done is he does an amazing job of, you know, preaching uh, getting better day by day. And I know that's cliche, right? That, that's that's coaching cliche. But this team is fully bought in uh, to that message. They're not looking ahead. They're not thinking about the next opponent. Uh, they are focused on what they can do today and getting better at a walkthrough today or, or a light practice today. And then they, you know, the next day they get up and, and they take advantage of that opportunity. And so uh, you're right. Tomorrow is a game uh, where Florida State, it's about the Knowles. Uh, it, it'll be a pretty memorable uh, night in Tallahassee, Steve, honoring the 2013 national championship team and senior night as well for the guys that are playing their final games inside of Del Campbell Stadium. And, and then you're on, you know, you're on to Florida uh, after that. And that's going to be one heck of a week and, and a big-time matchup. And there really hasn't been a, a whole lot discussed about the college football playoff. This group is, 
is pretty focused right now, Steve, on uh, just trying to get better every single day and get better for the, the next opponent on the schedule. Great stuff, Jeff. I appreciate you taking the time to do it. Uh, have a good call tonight and great weekend here uh, with basketball tonight and then, of course, next week uh, with football here. Appreciate you, Jeff. Thank you for your time. Yep, ab- absolutely, Steve. Looking forward to seeing you guys uh, tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week as well. Thanks for having me. Yep, you got it. Thank you, Jeff. He does a great job. Uh, he is the Sean Kelly of Florida State. Um, all right, Patrick Young, uh, Gator Great, is going to join us. Uh, at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour, and uh, UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski will be here uh, to give you not only what the weather will be like in Columbia, Missouri, Saturday night, but what the weather's going to be here uh, for the next few days as well. Uh, there actually is a sun. I actually saw it a little earlier today. Uh, after, it's funny. We didn't get any rain for, like, weeks, and then it's like there's no sun for three and a half days. But Hey, that's the way it is around here. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Emma Pastis. Gators Hoops is back in action as both the men and women's basketball team face the Florida State Seminoles tonight. Catch coverage here with women's coverage starting at 340 and men's at 630. Also, the number 20 ranked Gator volleyball team hits the road this weekend as they travel to Missouri to take on the Tigers tonight and then travel to Arkansas on Sunday to take on the Razorbacks. In more Gator news, the football team also hits the road this weekend as they head to Missouri to face the 9th ranked Missouri Tigers on Saturday evening. Coverage of the game begins here at 3.30 tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Is your HR department... Folks, during this holiday season of giving, consider helping the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, a place that houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments. Now, these boys can turn troubled lives into futures full of promise with real-life skills by repairing donated vehicles and then going out and reselling them. Your support can make a big difference in these boys' lives. This is among the very best charities in the state of Florida, and it's funded mostly by private donations. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible. To learn more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, rbr.org. Department overwhelmed. What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and your payroll isn't going smoothly. If you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606. For a free no-obligation quote, call now. 800-869-5606. 800-869-5606. 
800-869-5606. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Tina, I need your help. Gym is just so hard to shop for. This happens every holiday season. Shopping for Rick used to be tough until he told me about Electronics World. Electronics World? Yep, that's where I go to find everything that Rick wants. All the smart electronics to make our life simple we got at EW. Smart electronics? Yes, everything from big screens to home theater, whole home sound to custom shades, our surveillance system and more. With one app to control and monitor it all. To find out more, visit electronicsworld.net. The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. The Kira Grace Foundation presents An Evening with Tim Tebow. Make your plans now to be part of this special event on Thursday, November 30th at the prestigious Bill Heavener Football Training Center in Touchdown Terrace. Help combat pediatric cancer in Latin America and enjoy drinks, hors d'oeuvres, and dinner with Tim Tebow. The two-time national champion and Heisman winner is famous for helping kids, and now you can help. That's Thursday, November 30th. Get your tickets at kiragracefoundation.org. That's kiragracefoundation.org. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 a.m. WRUF. All right, we are free. Call us up. Prognostication Friday. Talk about the game, whatever else. I, it's Friday before a game. And granted, we've had guests, but is this it? Is this the buzz that there is for this? Patrick says, how about a women's basketball question? Don't take into consideration national championships. Of the three excellent choices, who would you pick for your coach? Gina Oriema? of UConn, Dawn Staley, South Carolina, or Kim Mulkey, LSU? Probably Dawn Staley. I mean, look, they're all good, and they've all won national championships. But I just from the eye test, from, you know, and, and what I see of them, Patrick, that's who I would take. Tony's picks, Georgia, Clemson, USC, Washington, Kansas State, Carolina, Missouri 31, Gators 17. Better stay in this one in the first half. Otherwise, it might get ugly. I think they're going to score more than 17 points. And I think they're going to score, Missouri might score more than 31. Uh, I think it's going to be, now I don't think it'll be an LSU offensive thing, but I lean toward more offense in this game. Roger only has one pick. Fighting Gators 33, Misery 
27. Somehow, he says, just get it done. Todd says, looking forward to seeing Zion's debut. Yep, me too. Florida appears to be a lengthier team. Yep. Florida State's hurt us with that lately. What strength plays to Florida and weakness plays against? Well, we just kind of talked about all of that. Um, I, I think certainly this should be better in terms of length because Leonard Hamilton's gone out of the portal and, you know, they're playing their 9, 10, 11 guys the way that he likes to play defense, kind of swarm at you. And I think Florida's got the numbers to match that now. And I don't think Florida had that, even though Florida State was down last year. I do think Florida is better equipped for that. He says, which teams can provide enough defense to give the offense a chance to win? Probably Florida State, just on paper, but we will see tonight. Football, he says, we know Florida's defense is very suspect, likely to be a shootout. Can the offense score enough uh, on Missouri's defense? That's I, I, I think that's going to be the question for the game. I don't see this being 17-13. to 13. He picks Georgia, Clemson, USC, Oregon State, Kansas State, Kentucky, and Missouri 42-31. Too much offense for a predictably inconsistent defense. Okay. Uh, let's get uh, David with us. David, hi. Hey, Steve. Um, I got a question for you, and this is a, not a trying to spark anything or come after any coach or anything like that. I just don't understand. I figure you'd be the man to explain it. I'll try. Um, at the beginning of the season, you know, a lot of people talked about Napier being in a hot seat, but I heard a lot of people talk about Golden being in a hot seat. And now I've heard a lot of people talk about Strickland being in this proverbial hot seat. And my, my question to you is, how do you determine – if it's an athletic director issue or a coaching issue. And I don't, like, as a Gator fan, I'm going to support the Orange and Blue, like, any any like way. You know what I mean? I'm going to yep. root for the Gators. I think that the coaches are paid millions because they know way more about these sports than I do, and I'm going to enjoy them along the way. Um, I'm not trying to, like, come at any coach. I just want to clarify that. Yep. And I'm not trying to come after Strickland. I've got to meet him, and he seems like a really nice guy. But I just don't understand where all that discourse comes up. All right. I'll try to answer the specific question you asked me, David. The criteria, in my opinion, for deciding the fate of an athletic director is different than it is for deciding the fate of a coach. A coach is simple, right? Wins and losses. I mean, unless you do something, you know, off the field, stupid, that's what determines it, right? Do you, do you win enough? With an athletic director, I think it's the coach that you hire and what that coach does in winning and losing. That's what an a part of what an AD's job is, and a big part of it is to hire a coach that's going to be successful. So if you hire coaches that aren't successful, well, then that becomes questionable to the fan base as to you know what that ad is doing in that particular regard gotcha and how would you like looking at back at foley like i think he hired more successful coaches than he did unsuccessful coaches but yes. i think knowing knowing just how statistics works he had to hide for every you know for every like myers and spurrier and Don, like, i don't know if he hired donovan but donovan you get a McElwain and or ron zook and so um, 
I mean, I guess my question is, like, then do you measure, like, coaching success? Like, Mullen had two really good seasons. And no. then he said, Will's fair loss. No. And so how do you... I think you do that based upon the entire span, right? For example, okay. Um, let's say, and he, I think here's the one that would cause the most angst along those lines. Let's just say uh, Bennett gets hired at Florida and he wins a national championship in year three. Okay? By year seven, Florida is now five and seven. And he gets fired because they went five and seven. So then if I were to do a talk show and say, well, how would you rate the tenure of Bennett? He won a national championship, but his overall record is this. So gotcha. some people would say, well, he won a national championship, but you know, others would say, okay, that's one year. You judge somebody on the body of work. So, so you know, then, I, my apologies. My final part of this, and then I'll let you go, is like, um, how like obviously then it takes longer to evaluate a athletic director than it does a coach. And so um, do you think like Strickland has anything to worry about? And do you think that it's been long enough to evaluate him? I'll take that off the air. Have All right, thank you. Well, let's look at it, okay? If you hired Dan Mullen, if the Billy Napier hire goes south, if the Todd Golden hire goes south, we already know what happened with women's basketball and that fiasco. The soccer coach, that fiasco, what's what's the what's the plus? Right? I mean, if you're looking at that objectively. So I think the golden hire and the Napier hire are going to be the linchpins of what his tenure could be. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Good Friday to you, man. Same to you. Uh basketball. Uh big, big game tonight, man. Been looking forward to this one, uh, since Virginia. Uh, obviously, uh, pulling is is is, is uh, making his debut tonight, and you know, Steve, I, I I haven't watched Florida State, but just from your guess, looks like Hamilton's got one of his you know teams that lands size, uh, defensive, and you know it's it's going to be a grimy, you know, uh, gutty game, and we got to be physical with them. We can't let them punk us around, and you know we can't have live ball turnovers like we had against Virginia. I think. Mark Weiser stressing that the other night against A&M, just too many live ball turnovers. That's going to lead to transition buckets for the opponent. And you got to make free throws, man. I know we, we did a little bit better the other night, but still just too many. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how pulling, uh, you know, plays, especially down the stretch, man. Last five minutes, getting everybody organized, orchestrating the offense. So, you know, I, I'm ready for this one tonight. You know, you look, sometimes it's very difficult when you look at what teams do this early in the year, because it's such a small sample size. But think about it. Florida's averaged like 80-something points a game. FSU's averaged like 90 points a game. That tells me this isn't going to be a 60-55 to kind of game. Um, Both shoot the three really well. The thing that's interesting to me, and again, I I did not see one second of Florida State's games but they did beat Kennesaw, a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year. Their three-point percentage defense is 18%. That's what they hold opponents to. And Florida has shot only 31% from three. So that might be a key number tonight. I want to see what happens there. 
Right. I mean, you you got to protect home court, man. You you've got to win. Uh, you know, home court, make this three in a row. So we'll see how it plays out. Be good, Steve. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> how about this? The overall strength of schedule ranking so far. FSU, two hundred and ninetieth. Florida's ninety-seven. Even with Virginia. Now, again, a very, very, very small sample size, which will change. Uh, but when I saw 297, it was like, huh? Next hour, integrate Patrick Young joins us. He has a new book out he will tell you about, which is available that you can purchase. Uh, Peyton quickly just sent me this. So he's got Georgia. He didn't pick all the games, but Georgia, UCLA, Oregon State, Kentucky. Uh, he picks uh, New Mexico State to beat Auburn and predicts Missouri 42-20. to 20. I just think Florida's going to score more than that. I, I, based on what they've done recently offensively, and Missouri's got a couple of defensive guys out, I'd be a little surprised if it wasn't more than that. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us for Sports Scene. You listen to the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men, the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. 
sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may apply. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And, of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour 2 of Sports Scene commencing now. Welcome back. Ben and our producer today for a F-R-I-D-A-Y edition of the show. Prognostication Friday. Well, we have games for you. And uh, boy, (laughs) I I think uh, B.B. King was right. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away. Now, I hope that changes next week here. Because if, if Florida does not win, obviously huge game. That would be four bowl eligibility and it could knock FSU out of the college football playoff. So, But this week's a big game too. We got Georgia, Tennessee, UCLA, USC, North Carolina, Clemson, Washington, Oregon State, Kansas State, Kansas, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Gator score and why. 3928255 you can email uh, S. Russell at WRUF.com. Uh, Tim says, unfortunate to hear Kelly Ray hasn't responded to coming on the show. I remember your segment with the gymnastics coach, and she was great. Carlos had great questions, too. Yes, they did. Uh, and Jenny Rowland will be back up here, too, uh, in the not-too-distant future. Love to hear more about her team, challenges she faces recruiting in the most dominant league in women's basketball. Hopefully she'll respond. Thanks for a great show. I hope so, too. And I'm not saying that uh, so so you understand, I'm not saying that throw under the bus. I'm just saying, you know, we've made the request. Todd Golden uh, did it, and uh, we just hope she will do the same thing. We wish her luck uh, in about uh, three hours' time today. Uh, BB emailed me something, uh, and, you know, I, I just mentioned um, how tough it was this year uh, in terms of, you know, where football's gone and all of that, been kind of a kind of a long season, you know, Gator Nation being sort of, you know, down a little bit. And he said, um, can you relate some of the funniest stories you've ever heard and were involved in or significant events in sports history? If I get a chance before we go off today, I'll tell you about one that – is not going to make you just laugh uncontrollably, but it was funnier than hell when it happened to me. Uh, I'll, I'll relay that later on. Let's go to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Andrew, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, thing that I'm really impressed with regarding Gator basketball is obviously the 
the the length that we suddenly have on the court. Now, um, I, that the person you had on there was great. The guy, the SEC network fella, and uh, it was really good to hear that somebody on a national level thought highly of what our coach Bolden has done. Um, you said Florida State was a better team this year. Uh, and we all know that Florida is going to be a better team this year. How do you what What do you think? How do you think that game's going to shake out tonight, Steve? I think it'll be an offensive game. Uh, I don't. I don't see this being you know sixty to fifty five. Uh, I think both teams are capable of scoring. I think Florida's going to have to handle uh, the pressure that Leonard Hamilton. You know, they couldn't do it last year. They didn't have enough bodies. Uh, that can cause turnovers. That can cause problems. Um, but I think these two teams have a chance to put the ball in the basket and make it a pretty entertaining game. Yeah, that uh, the game with Virginia, I think we could have won that game with a little more uh, solidarity, if you will, at the uh, end. But um, can I do the pick, sir? Yep. Uh, we'll start from the hey. bottom up here. Kentucky, South Carolina. Kentucky. Kansas State, Kansas. Uh, rock chalk. I think I, I think I saw this. The last time both these teams came into the game with a winning record was 1995. Uh, Washington. It's been a while. Yeah, Washington, Oregon State. Uh, I'll go with uh, Washington. UCLA, USC. Uh, USC. Carolina, Clemson. Uh, Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia. Gator scoring what? Gator score, you know, if I had to put money on it, I, I, well, I hate to say, but, uh, you know, I just think that uh, Schrader and these different, it's the situation in Missouri is just really positive. And unfortunately, I, I, I you know, everything comes down to our defense. So I'm thinking 42 to 28, and uh, the Mizzou's probably going to get it. All right. Andrew, thank you for your call. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, I called earlier about Florida best chance to win, and I said I thought it would be tomorrow against Missouri. That's before I did a deep dive on Missouri and find out their balance offensively passing and running, and uh, and Cook is not the same quarterback. They seem to be an improved team. So I'm thinking, Steve, our best shot at winning probably is like a full house next week against Florida State with nothing to lose and all the pressures on Florida State. I think, Steve, it's been a long and rough year for the football team. It's a young team, and I think a lot of times I hope that Napier's keeping it up, beating practice, maybe loosening things up. And I say that tomorrow night and next week, i like to see us maybe try at least two trick plays per half. We have nothing to lose. And I think we need to go for it. But unlike the Georgia, let's not do it deep on our side of the field. Let's just play. Let's let's give it all we got and see what happens and, and, and what happens. Steve, you have a great weekend, okay? okay. Take yep. care. You too. Thank you, sir. Um, all right. Uh, quickly, um, story. Uh, I was doing Gators softball broadcasts, and um, – was at Tennessee, 
And this is in the day before a lot of schools spent money on softball programs. Tennessee actually played its games in a municipal park. And the press box for it literally was a hole that you had to shimmy up. And the SEC network was there that day, and I could not broadcast from the press box. So they put me in the bleachers. I was in the bleachers. So they had a table set up, and I went down there, and I'm starting to put my equipment on there, and there's a guy with a Tennessee hat standing there staring at me. So I said, excuse me, sir, can I help you? And he said, you're in my seat. And I said, what? And he said, you're in my seat. And I said, well, I can't really help that. This is where, you know, I'm from Florida. I'm doing radio, blah, blah, blah. Where am I going to sit? And I said, well, if you look around here, there's a lot of places you could probably sit and watch this game. Yeah, but you're in my seat. So I had to get the sports information person from Tennessee to walk this person off the ledge because he wasn't able to sit in the seat that he normally sat in. And this is bleacher seats. Now, this is not individual. This is a bleacher seat. And I, <laughs> and that poor guy never forgave me for taking his seat. Um, that's pretty funny. Um, Andrew says, how many of your listeners are one game away from tuning into politics or some random serious XM channel? I've never been so uninterested in watching football than this weekend. I didn't even mind watching that bad Driscoll year when we at least played defense. Andrew, no no disrespect to you. No disrespect. I get it, but you're not a fan then. If you're only going to watch your team when it wins, you've you got to take the good with the bad if you're truly a fan. And I'm always, I mean, again, I relate to the fact I'm a Jets fan, okay? And they don't do well. But I'm going to watch because I have hope. I, I can't put it any other way. Patrick says, need to hear your Marv Albert impression with the NBA just starting. Uh, I'll do that in due course. Lucas's picks, he doesn't make all of them. Georgia, Kansas, Carolina, uh, Kentucky, and uh, Florida. Well, wait a minute. South Carolina's playing Kentucky. Oh, SC. He means, he means uh, USC. And he picks Florida, 31-27. One thirteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Megan Borowski from the UF Weather Center is going to join us next and give you the game day forecast in Columbia and what the heck it's going to do around here for the next few days. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. Gators Hoops is back in action as both the men's and women's basketball team face the Florida State Seminoles tonight. Catch coverage here with women's coverage starting at 340 and men's at 630. The football team also hits the road this weekend as they head to Missouri to face the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers on Saturday evening. Coverage of that game begins here at 3.30 tomorrow. In more Gator news, the number 20 volleyball team hits the road this weekend as they travel to Missouri to take on the Tigers tonight. 
and then travel to Arkansas on Sunday to take on the Razorbacks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Top Florida healthcare workers, I am talking directly to you. How about a little holiday cheer to help you make it through the new year? Keep your cash flow and take advantage of special holiday loans to help you with gift shopping, holiday travel, New Year's plans, and more. Well, you can do that with the bank I've been with for over 30 years, FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can borrow up to $2,000 with a 12-month term with rates as low as 9% APR. Now, if you're already a member, select Personal Loan as the loan type when applying online and enter Holiday Loan for the purpose. If you're not a member, don't wait any longer. Visit FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. Join today and apply for some of that holiday cheer I've been telling you about. The offer expires December 31st. Do the place that I bank to make it your bank. FICARE Federal Credit Union at FICAREFCU.org. Tier Tree Specialists specializes in tree removal, tree trimming, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris hauling, and emergency tree service. We are experts in storm recovery and have the team and the proper equipment to provide you with professional results. Trust your tree service needs to the experts at Top Tier Tree Specialists. And don't wait for disaster to strike. Visit us online at TopTierTreeSpecialists.com. Licensed and insured for your protection. IDC's amazing Black Friday sale is bigger and better than ever with free Maui Gym sunglasses, free luxury fragrances, free Marriott Hotel gift cards, and more. That's right. When you buy anything from IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend $599 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a Yeti Camino 35 tote at no charge. Spend $999, and we'll give you your choice of any Maui Gym sunglasses. You pick the style. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a box of luxurious Creed cologne or perfume? Yours free when you spend $1,999 or more this weekend at IDC. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you'll walk away with an $800 Marriott Hotel gift card for your next getaway. It's this weekend only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and and your payroll isn't going smoothly. If you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606. For a free no-obligation quote, call now. 800-869-5606. 800-869-5606. 
800-869-5606. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako and Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin, Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Gator great Patrick Young will join us at the bottom of the hour, but another Gator great is with me now, Megan Borowski from the UF Weather Center. Megan, always kind enough to come by and let us know about the weather, whether it's home or away, but we always do both. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've not, usually I do look, and just been one of those weeks where I did not look, yeah. so I'm going to rely on you, girl. Oh, gosh. So what's it like uh, over the weekend here in Columbia? Well, so Columbia is going to get chilly. Um, you know, they'll, they'll be sitting behind a front that's that's moving on through. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, the high should be in the upper 50s, lower 60s. Lots of sunshine, not too bad. But um, as we get into gameplay, once the sun sets, it's going to start to turn a little cooler. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if we're in the mid 40s, um, you know, come, come halftime or even falling into the lower 40s um, as we get into the overnight. Looks like we could have wind chills near freezing on Sunday morning. Um, in Columbia. So certainly we're going to be out of our element up there. Bring the jacket. Yes, absolutely. But no precipitation, nothing like nope, that. Nope, nope. We should be good to go there. So that is uh, that is something very pleasant that we won't be dealing with raindrops up in Columbia or snowflakes, heaven forbid. Speaking of raindrops, yeah. we've been dealing with those for a while, but I guess now clearing uh, for yeah. a few days? Yeah. So, you know, I'd like to put the silver lining here. Um, it hadn't rained here in Gainesville since October 12th. I mean, we, yes, we had trace amounts, I think, the first weekend of November, but we hadn't gotten substantial rainfall since October 12th, so we needed it. Yep. Um, we only wound up with several inches over the past three days, uh, certainly not as bad as, as Miami or um, even toward this, the first coast. But, um Really, this low pressure system that has been giving us this unsettled weather, it's going to start to lift away from uh, the first coast and move up uh, the Atlantic coast. And so expect cloud cover for the rest of the day today. Breezy winds, chance for a few passing showers. But as we get into tomorrow, gradual decrease in cloud cover. Afternoon highs tomorrow should get into the upper 70s, so not too bad. Um, and then, you know, if you're 
partying or tailgating here in, in town. Expect comfortable temperatures, decrease in cloud cover as we get into the overnight. Sunday is really the better of the two weekend days, in my opinion. Uh, we should get blue skies again. Um, but I am watching for another system come the middle of next week, just before Thanksgiving. We'll have a chance for showers Tuesday into Wednesday. And then a nice, crisp feeling for Thanksgiving, which I'm excited about. I'm just going to say, I, yeah. I kind of, I did peek at that. I kind of yeah. peeked here at the longer range forecast. Mm-hmm. Because my fireplace is saying, could you please light me please, up? Please, for it's, Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, yes. Exactly. Um, but maybe the 40s? Um, looks like we could get to the, the mid-40s in the morning on Thanksgiving and the, and the day after. And then the high Thanksgiving afternoon right now as it stands should get to the mid-60s. And I think that's perfect. Um, I, I like that little nip in the air for, for the Thanksgiving holiday. So, um, you know, it's it's not frigid where you need to be bundling up. You can still play football outside and, and whatnot. But it just gives you that, that nice winter sort of feel. All right. Since we won't be doing this until next week, obviously mm-hmm. you know what the day after Thanksgiving is. Yes. With all the shopping. Yes. So that'll be a good day too? I think so. Yeah. Uh, you might want to, you know, have a sweatshirt with you. I, I think a lot of people now have migrated to, to online stuff. But if you're going to head out and about and feel that energy, uh, you'll probably need a, a sweater or a light jacket. But overall, I'm, I'm not seeing anything as of now. We are a week out. Um, but not seeing anything that's, that's red flags for bad weather. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to you. Happy Thanksgiving to Always you, too. Always appreciate you. Thank you. You got it. Megan Borowski from the U.S. Weather Center giving you the lowdown with weather here and weather in Columbia. Let's get back to our phones. Ken, welcome. Thank you, Steve. Um, Megan Morowski is a tough act to follow, but I'll do my best. Several things. Uh, first of all, um, the thrill is not gone from me because I love prognostication Friday, and uh, I hate to see it uh, dissipate as the as a basketball disappear as a basketball season comes into full swing. So um, also, uh, Gator Man is incredibly entertaining to me. He cracks me up every time. Um, he and I differ differ in one philosophy. Well, I'm not nearly as funny as he is. We differ in two ways. Uh, one, I'm not nearly as funny as he is, and two, um, when I predict against Alabama and they prove me wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. So. Uh, I I don't feel bad if I predict against Alabama and they make me look foolish. In fact, the more, the dumber they make me look, the the better I feel about it. So um, those are two things. And and, and now I'm ready for the picks. Okay. Uh, Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia in a shootout. Carolina, Clemson. Actually, Georgia, Tennessee, I don't think that game will be too close. Uh, Carolina, Clemson will be more of a shootout. Who do you pick? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Carolina. Okay. Uh, UCLA, USC. Uh, UCLA. Washington, Oregon State. Uh, Washington. K-State, Kansas. K-State. Uh, Kentucky, South Carolina. I think that should be another shootout, but I think, uh, mm, I don't know. I'm a little torn. I think I'll lean with South Carolina. Gator scoring why? Gators have a good offense, but unfortunately, uh, their defense leaks like a sieve. Um, 38 to 28, Missouri, and I'm sorry. Okay. Ken, thank you for your call. No need to be sorry. Ron, welcome to the show. Hi, Steve. As you know, as you recall, uh, I used to be the announcer for the Gator Band years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, on one occasion, we were at one of the Mississippi schools. I don't remember which one it was. But this is, comes to my mind as a result of your talking about your seating situation in Tennessee. Okay. Um, 
we had just done our pre uh, our early morning walkthrough on the, uh, for the for the show that afternoon, and I noticed a gentleman sitting in the stands, all dressed up in in FSU garb. So I went over to him and said, "Excuse me, sir, uh, I'm surprised to see you here today. I'm curious <laughs> why you're here." And he said, "Well, we're playing here today." <laughs> I said, "Excuse me." He said, "Yeah, we're playing football here today." I said, "No, sir, you're playing at Southern Mississippi today. What's that's on road quite a ways." He looked at me and said, you mean this isn't where we are? I said, no. Wow. And this really scrum look in his face, he said, well, have you got a hat? Have you got a pen? Anything? I'll be a Gator for a day. So he was a diehard Gator fan all day long. How about that? So he really didn't know? He, was, no, he, he wasn't was in Hattiesburg? It, wow. <laughs> he was <laughs> in the wrong city. And we used to be, we used to travel around uh, before games with when I was conducting the Glee Club, and we would sing and ask for donations and so forth. And after the at the Tennessee game, we were behind the O Dome, uh, and at the request of one of the gentlemen who was there who wanted us to sing for his father, which we did. And as we turned around to leave, there was this gentleman standing uh, with his Tennessee in his Tennessee outfit. He looked at me. And he says, "If I give you twenty bucks, will you shut up and go away?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, sure." So I held out my hand, and he stood there and looked at me, and I looked at him, and we had a stare down for about 60 seconds. Oh, jeez. And finally, his friend who was with him elbowed him in the shoulders and said, he's got you. Come on, pay up. So he put a 20 in my hand, and we went around to the other side of the van and started to sing again. There you go. Hope the Gators win this weekend. Okay, appreciate you, Ron. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, Mike says, until the overall strength and conditioning toughness of the team increases, they won't beat any good teams. Missouri 38, Gators 24. Better game day decision-making and better secondary and special teams coaching would help. And uh, lastly, BB says, a nice story on the Tennessee thing, buy or sell. Other teams' injuries help the Steelers sneak into the playoffs. I buy that, especially with Cincinnati. Did Denver just get better? Yes, Denver has gotten better. Uh, picks Georgia, Washington, playoff committee starts to sweat. Gator game, kind of feel like asking to pick the Gator game is a little like Colonel Travis asking, are you ready in the final days of the Alamo? You don't want to let him down or cast any doubt. You just hope to have enough left for another charge. Sometimes hope is all you have. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittlery. Gator great Patrick Young scheduled to join us next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radio Credit Union. Dave Ray's College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. 
brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. IDC's amazing Black Friday sale is bigger and better than ever with free Maui Gym sunglasses, free luxury fragrances, free Marriott Hotel gift cards, and more. That's right. When you buy anything from IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend $599 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a Yeti Camino 35 tote at no charge. Spend $999, and we'll give you your choice of any Maui Gym sunglasses. You pick the style. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a box of luxurious Creed cologne or perfume? Yours free when you spend $1,999 or more this weekend at IDC. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you'll walk away with an $800 Marriott Hotel gift card for your next getaway. It's this weekend only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a... Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit RadiantCU.org slash jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family-owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies cloudy today and we'll have a chance for a few passing showers through the afternoon, especially for locations east of the I-75 corridor. Temperatures a little warmer today compared to yesterday. Highs in the upper 70s. Tonight, low pressure should finally pull away from our area. Mostly cloudy skies, patchy fog in the morning, lows near 60. Tomorrow afternoon, decreasing clouds. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! And oh, by the way, Texas A&M fired Jimbo Fisher. That was after a win, folks. Uh, Jimbo, can I? Let me see you. You have a golden parachute. Uh, we can't get out from underneath that, and I hope you enjoyed that. I don't understand. We won. What, yeah, what do you we, mean? We, we won, but we lost by signing you to that contract. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back. Our final half hour of sports scene for this Friday. 
Patrick Young, Gator Great, uh, has written a new book. It's called Sit to Rise, Turning Your Darkest Pain into Your Brightest Victory. And Pat now joins us here. How are I you, Pat? Sorry, my uh, dog is insane when she hears the doorbell. Just <laughs> down here in a second. Okay. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing okay, yeah, man. Can you uh, I, I got to, you know, I think the first question anybody would ask that is why the book, why did you decide to do this? Why did I decide to write the book? Yes. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, difficult, man. Um, uh, I'm really, really sorry about the dog. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> she just goes insane when she sees people come in. Um, but yeah, man, I, 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 before my accident, I know I wanted to get into speaking. I know I wanted to do something after basketball that was impactful. That's more than anything. I didn't know what that was. And, you know, I hate to uh, that it had to be a car accident, a life-changing car accident that um, gave me purpose, more purpose and perspective to look at life in a way that has changed my life and perspective and hopefully has made me a better human being. But, um, yeah, when I started to write the book, just because it felt like it felt right. Um, someone actually having something tangible in their hands that they sit down, and they read. Uh, I have reflection questions in there at the end of each chapter. I wanted this to be a book where, I mean, yes, I played basketball at a very high level, but I'm just a normal guy, um, like anybody else that goes through the same difficulties anybody else would face in life. And this is how I've handled it. This is how I've been able to go through some crazy stuff. And, uh, still been able to stay positive and trust God and, and my perspective being changed of, hey, life is fragile. Let's enjoy every day. Let's make the most of each day. How are you That's doing? How are you doing now physically? How are you feeling? Well, I, I just want to know that. I think a lot of people listening want to know that too. Yeah, I think a lot of people know um, that I was in the hospital for some time here um, from uh, May 30th to October 4th was the duration of my last hospital stay. I had a, a pretty bad multiple infections that, and different bacteria and strains that had to be treated and eradicated and surgeries and all this kind of crazy stuff. And, and just grateful to be out of the hospital, uh, obviously infection-free. If I still had infection, I'd still be there. Um, but, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's all a transition and an adjustment. You know, my body went through shock with all that I had um, going through, and I'm just grateful that each day I can feel and see improvement. Um, it's, I mean, the blessing of my mom being a retired nurse and my dad being retired as well, and my sister being a physical therapist, like, man, I can't put the, that into perspective enough because if I didn't have them or they were still working, um, I would not be home. I'd probably be at, like, a assisted living place until I got healthy enough to finally be more independent. Um, I want to ask a basketball question, go down memory lane here a little bit. Uh, you know, Florida's playing Florida State now. Uh, how was that yep. for you? Was that, was that a fun rivalry to play in for you? Well, you know, you can't call it a rivalry That's unless the team wins, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it, it was fun. It, it was games that we, we always look forward to. Um, I think we, we dominated them on their side every time on the road at their place. We just dominated them. Um, and then when it came to 
when it came to um, the last game that we had them at home, that's the only only one that they had where they almost beat us. And um, uh, Ian Miller almost hit a shot from half court and off the glass, off the front of the rim. But, you know, those games are great. You know, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, those, those, those games are great. They were great matchups, and I, I really, really uh, am grateful for uh, uh, being able to say in, in this rivalry, which I think is 45 to 29, 75 years or something like that, that I've I added four wins to that record, that overall record. I want to also ask, um, we've never discussed this, I don't think. Um, NIL, you know, what coaches have to go through now, Pat. And, you know, look, you, you, as a player, you know, you could certainly have benefited here. What are your thoughts about all this? Oh, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I, you know, you kind of wish that with change, because change is going to come. It's going to be inevitable. Um, I just hope, you know, I, for me, um, I just hope gambling is something that really doesn't get and just drown over the collegiate sport because gambling has become something that is just everywhere in everything now. Um, and now that we have NIL and money, and I mean, there's just so many things that um, have changed the game. You just hope that there is still going to be some kind of purity. The quality of the game is still going to be really good. Um, some kids, I mean, it, it's, it's, really important, I think, for a lot of these kids. And I, I can never tell somebody what to take and what not to take. But some kids are leaving better good, are leaving good situations to go and get because they can get more money somewhere else and it's it's not working out. And it's like that's you know, money isn't the key to happiness. You know, if you're if you're in a place where uh, especially on the short term, you know, you spend one year there, then then what's next? It's 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 short term money. It's good money, don't get me wrong. Um but you got to do something else. Uh, and it, it's hard for the coaches. It's hard for everybody uh, figuring this thing out. And it's just it's muddied the waters a lot. Because the first, the first conversation and question is, you know, you're recruiting a kid. All right, that's all good. I love the program. But uh, all right, what else do you got? What can you do for me? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, two questions in an email here. Uh, one is from Sam. He says, uh, will you uh, still be working for the SEC Network? Yes. Good. Okay. Uh, two people have asked, where can I get the book? Amazon, where you can get almost any book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, they, but I wanted to pass along the email, so I, I'm just right, I understand. Um, and I understand. then this is an interesting one. Uh, Paul says, uh, so glad to have uh, Patrick on the show. Could you please ask him this question? How long did it take him to write the book, and was it a difficult chore in writing it? Good question. Yeah, that actually is a good question because I'm sure there's a lot of people that have that in their um, bucket list of life and um, are extremely intimidated um, by the thought and idea of writing a book. And and normally I I worked with a company, it's supposed to take 16 weeks, but I got sick in in the process, so it took a little bit longer. Started in about, it started in January, and obviously my book just released uh, a few days ago. But we would have released the book um, in June around then. And um, the process that we went through, which was pretty awesome, was uh, to prevent writer's block. We did a series of five different interviews, which gave me and trans- they were transcribed. Uh, so it gave me a lot of content to go back to and figure out where it would go. Um, yeah, it was if, for me in the beginning, I was super intimidated 
but what I would do as well, because um, I hate typing sometimes, <laughs> I would use talk, talk. Yeah. You can use talk to type. And that was super, super helpful and super useful tool. Um, so if you have a MacBook and you want to write, um, you can use t- the grammar. It's not always going to be great, but yeah, it, it will help. Last question for you. Did this, in writing this, Pat, did it help you? Did it help you and, you know, release some things? Was there any of that when you wrote this? Yeah, I think, I think for sure. Um, but you know, it's, Grieving is not just like a for every for it's different for everybody, and there's different mediums in which you can do that. Um, you know, writing the book was uh, helpful, um, but also like it's hard to go back and put yourself back into the frame of mind, and 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 then also have to reflect upon things that you no longer can do. Um, so there was some help and healing through that, and there is as far as knowing that book is out and. The comments I've gotten, but they're still, I'm still in the middle. You know, I'm still in the process. So um, it's helped. It's helped, but there's still work to be done. Well, let's end on a basketball note. Uh, SEC looks very strong this year. I think there's a chance, you know, seven, eight teams might make the tournament. Uh, do you like what, what, what Todd's done, Pat, in terms of, you know, going out in the portal, getting more length, getting more size? Do you like the moves he made? He's got a lot of length, that's for sure. I think it'll help a lot, uh, especially when you got guys that can shoot the ball a little bit and stretch the floor. Obviously, Colin Castleton is dynamic and great as he was and is. He he wasn't an outside shooting guy. Um, uh, the, the, he you know he wasn't spreading the floor, spacing it out at all. Uh, but I think I think for Florida, it'll be so nice to have a great point having great point guard play. I think. Um, this kid, Poland, fifth-year senior, I think he had to serve some type of suspension, but he's going to be back tonight. Uh, apparently, they're very high on him. I mean, with that amount of experience, uh, you would think that he knows what he's doing. Uh, so I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see there. You know, the tail of the tape, you know, Chris Harris told me, oh, undoubtedly he believes this Gator team has gotten better. Uh, from last year, so let's hope that's the truth. Yeah, let's hope so. Again, the book, Sit to Rise, Turning Your Darkest Pain into Your Brightest Victory, as Pat said. Amazon, you can go get it there. Uh, I wish you luck with this. I, I hope it, it, it's great for you, and I'm going to get you back here when the basketball season gets going, talk some hoops, but appreciate you doing this, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. You got it, Pat. Thank you. He's one of our grads, too, in our college. Uh I, you know, it's it's just such an inspiration when you go through, you know, life and you think about, you know, this didn't go right today or that didn't go right today. Look what look what he has had to go through, and yet, you know, somehow he's found the perseverance to do that. I, I can't tell you how much. I admire that and respect that. Uh, that's just an incredible thing. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes. Jittery, final segment coming up ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zant. The Florida Gators women's basketball team will have started the season undefeated. Today they will host the Florida State Seminoles in the, inside the O-Dome. The Seminoles are the 12th ranked team in the country and will be a big test for the Gators. Florida has yet to trail in the second half this season. Coach for today's game will start at 340. 
The men's basketball team will also host the Seminoles today. The men are coming off 89-68 victory against Florida A&M Tuesday. The Gators are looking to win their third straight game against the Seminoles. Coverage for tonight's game starts right here at 6.30. Tomorrow, the Florida Gators football team will face off against the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers in Columbia. The Gators, will, Gators have lost three straight games and are on the verge of falling below 500 on the season. Florida just needs one more win to get the bowl eligibility. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Have you ever thought about what a true fiduciary is? Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth, and he believes the definition of a true fiduciary is simple. A true fiduciary would not sell you a product that they got commission on. A true fiduciary does well when you do well. Some of those products could be mutual funds, annuities, or even real estate investment trusts. Mike believes a true fiduciary shouldn't get paid before a client does. And that kind of makes sense. Mike is a true fiduciary who's passionate about those near and in retirement being aware of all of your options and making sure you receive the value you're paying for because every penny counts in retirement. Reach out for a free comprehensive financial plan to see if there are better options available you might not be aware of. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. By the way, this process also reveals if you've saved enough to retire comfortably. So, connect and schedule now at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Lord License D056341. Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. Partnered with an A-rated carrier, we're a full-service employment organization. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible where employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. As a professional employer organization, WHR Associates always fights for the client. We specialize in workers' compensation for staffing companies and large warehouses. No client is too small. If your HR department is overwhelmed and your payroll isn't going smoothly, if you're having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation, WHR Associates can help. Visit whrassociates.com or call 800-869-5606. For a free no-obligation quote, call now. 800-869-5606. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 
I'm asking for us to compete for me to watch with more interest. I can't watch records being set on us. Well, nobody said that was easy, and I understand it's not easy. But, you know, by the way, want to wish good luck to several of the area high school football teams involved in the playoffs. We've had several of the coaches on this week, uh, so we'll see what happens with them if they continue on after play tonight. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Steve, real quick, I'll get my fix in. Okay, so your phone is doing some stuff here. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, Steve, better I'll now. Go ahead and put Be- my picks in. Better now. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kentucky, South Carolina. Kentucky. K-State, Kansas. Kansas. Washington, Oregon State. Washington. UCLA, USC. USC. Carolina, Clemson. Clemson. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia by 54. <laughs> and uh, Gators scoring why? Missouri by 54. No, I kid. Uh, Steve, we only have two more weeks. Let's enjoy it. Because, I mean, I, I think we just take these things for granted. With all that being said, I don't like the matchup. Florida has given up. <laughs> Giving up records on rushing yard. I mean, Jalen Daniels, the Daniels kid, the Kentucky kid, and now you got this kid coming in out of nowhere. He might rush for 300 yards, but I'm going to go ahead and take Missouri. We're going to say 45 to 27. But don't give up on Napier. He's got you've got to give him another year. See ya. All right. Thank you, Matt. Well, I think that, you know, I mentioned in the first hour, I. Spoke at the Fighting Gator Touchdown Club last night. Always a pleasure to do that. Going to go over to Clay County uh, later on next week. And it was a great give and take, uh, questions and all that, about the future of the program. There is no question, there is no question that next year is a pivotal year. There's got to be some improvement in win-loss. And... Look, I don't have the schedule in front of me. But if you beat UCF and you beat Miami, which I think are very doable, then that takes away some of the, quote, toughness of the schedule. I really think it does. You're not playing, you know, Charlotte, or, and again, no disrespect to Charlotte, but you get my point. You're not, you're not playing teams like that. And I understand that. But let's not make it to where, you know, Florida can't beat anybody here because that's just not the case. But once again, let's go over here, uh, you know, what the situation is. Florida's got on the 24-24 schedule, Kentucky, LSU, Ole Miss, and by the way, Jackson Dart is coming back for Ole Miss next year, uh, Texas A&M, and who knows? See, again, is is that a winnable game? I would think it is. Uh, Georgia, Mississippi State, isn't that a winnable game? Tennessee, isn't that a winnable game? Texas? So, again, if you, if you beat Kentucky, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, 
and then you pull an upset or two, well, you got seven, eight wins. So this is not – yes, it's difficult. And I'm not telling you that A&M couldn't beat Florida. Mississippi State couldn't beat Florida. Look what Arkansas did. That, that's proof enough. But each year is different. Each team is different. Each year is different. When you play them, you know, what happens on that particular day. So, once again, I'm not a doom and gloomer, but I'm not naive enough to think that there doesn't have to be, you know, some kind of improvement um, come next year. Again, a reminder, tomorrow, first and 10 pregame show at 3.30. The Extra Point postgame show will air Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. So mark that down. Uh, that's just going to be for this week. Even though Florida State's a night game next week, it's home, so we will do it at our normal time. But, again, 3.30 tomorrow, first and 10 pregame show, and then the extra point will come your way Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and uh, we look forward to that. Uh, today, our thanks to Gator great Patrick Young for being here, the voice of the Florida State Seminoles, Jeff Colhane, Mike Morgan from the SEC Network. Thanks to all who came today. Uh, don't forget, Gator Women's Basketball coming your way in about an hour and 40 minutes at 3.40. And then Gator Men's Basketball will follow. So big doubleheader, both games right here. Thanks to Bennett for producing today. As always, we thank you for listening. And we'll see what happens this weekend. And by the way, big Gator weekend. Uh, Gator Volleyball has two road matches coming up. Missouri and nationally ranked Arkansas. Uh, cross countries in the NCAA championship. So I think swimming was at Georgia, I think. So a lot going on. We'll see what happens uh, come Monday. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy your weekend. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.